Welcome to the Find Your Leadership Confidence Podcast with Vicki Nedling. You are about to discover impactful lessons that help you grow as an individual, grow your confidence, and find the positive and good within you, so you powerfully and authentically become the best version of yourself. Be sure you visit our website at www.findyourleadershipconfidence.com. While you're there, subscribe to us via your favorite network. Now tune in, get ready, and enjoy the journey of emerging as a leader of exception in the 21st century. Welcome to the Find Your Leadership Confidence podcast. I'm your host, Vicki Nethling, coming to you from Roswell, Georgia. Today, I have a wonderful guest. And as always, our guests will share their ideas, their topics that will empower you to grow as a confident leader in your business and your life and take it to that next level. Today, my guest is Kara Nicole Bittar. And let me tell you a little bit about her. Kara holds a JD from Duke Law, practiced high stakes corporate litigation. Uh-oh, I better be on my toes. <laughs> At one of the largest law firms in the Southeast. She planned her whole life to become an attorney and had everything she thought she wanted, but was deeply unhappy. It was the hardest decision she ever made, but she eventually left the firm she was working for and left behind everything she had worked so hard for. She left without a plan as to what her future would hold but she wanted answers. How could she have everything and be unhappy? Was joy something that we experienced only in moments here and there? Was her purpose here to sacrifice and work hard and prove herself or was there something more? She took several years, a lot of research experimentation and many dark moments, but she eventually found what she was looking for and transformed her life and now helps others to do just that. She does this through optimization programs she developed, coaching and Kundalini yoga, which I am anxious to hear all about. It's her hope that her story and what it was that helped to transform her may help you. Our theme today is the key to living a life you love. Please join me in welcoming Kara Nicole Bittar. Kara, what an interesting background you have. <laughs> you know, I, and um, before we get into the questions, you know, when you read that, you think, oh, this person has everything she wants. Her life is perfect. She's got the degree, the job, the whatever. How could she be unhappy? So I'm anxious to get into your story a little bit more. What part of country, you said in the bio Southeast, what part of the country do you live in? So I'm in North Carolina. Ah, just up from me. Oh, where are you? I'm in Roswell, Georgia. Oh, okay, yeah. Yeah, we're not that far then. Yeah, North Carolina. You get a little more snow than I do. Yeah, probably. <laughs> I'm originally from Pennsylvania, so... Oh, me too! 
Are you really? I am. I'm from Pittsburgh area. <gasps> Me too. Where? What part? I'm from Trafford or near Monroeville. Okay, so I grew up in Beaver Falls, which ah, is, uh, do you yeah. know it's like a really small town? Yeah, absolutely no Beaver Falls. Yes, my husband um, was from the North Hills. I was from the East and we moved to the South Hills. So we lived in South Park and he taught in uh, Baldwin, Whitehall School District. Oh, okay, yeah, but, yeah. Yeah, I have relatives from Beaver Falls area. Do you? Yeah, my um, my mom and brother are still kind of in that area. My husband is also from there, so <laughs> small world. <laughs> it is. It is. And we, uh, my family is. I have a large family, and most of them are all still there. Yeah, that's where my family is. So it's, yeah, it, it's the thing about Pittsburgh area. Once you, it's hard for you to leave. Uh, it's funny. It's mm -hmm. a lot of people stay there forever. They do. Yeah, they sure do. Yeah, absolutely. Well, that's small world small world <laughs> so what did you do after you left your job besides having a panic attack <laughs> <laughs> yeah so so like you said so first of all thank you so much for having me I'm so happy to be here um and yeah so like you said in the introduction I I worked my whole life for this for this job for this this was like my plan since I was in fifth grade. Sorry if you hear that snorting. That's my dog, Rosie. <laughs> I, I figured it was a dog. Yeah. <laughs> she's always next to me and she snorts like a lot. <laughs> so funny. Um, no, that's like Yeah. So yeah, so since fifth grade, I had planned to become an attorney and I worked, you know, like planned and prepared and worked mm. to that end. Um, graduating highest honors in high school, summa cum laude college, going on to Duke Law. And then I was recruited by and I took a job with one of the largest law firms in the Southeast doing high stakes corporate litigation. And it really was like I had this, if you were to look at my life on paper, it was like I had everything. Yeah. I had everything I had worked for. I had everything I thought I wanted. I had everything everybody told me was going to make me happy. I had this great job. I was appreciated and respected by my colleagues. I was making all this money. I had this charming home in the city and I just mm. had I had what looked like everything. And even though I had all of this, like you had said I was so deeply unhappy and that was so confusing to me. Like how mm. can I have everything that I thought I wanted and everything that everybody says is so important and and be so unhappy. Yeah. And so I, it was, it was really my decision to leave that job. And I, I, um, it took me years <laughs> to do that. Um, and when I left the job, I did something that I don't really think, I don't know if anybody has done that from that firm, which was I left without a plan. I did mm -hmm. not know what I was going to do next. Um, it was just like, I was so deeply unhappy. I felt like something had to give. The job was the biggest right. thing in my life. Um, but I did not, it was like, apart from being a lawyer, I didn't, I didn't know anything else. Mm -hmm. And I didn't know that there was anything else even for me. And so this was, so when I left, it was like, I, I left without a plan. I could have just gotten another job, right? Like, I mean, mm. I was, I had, I had great resume. I was well connected. I could have just moved to another job, which is what most people would have done. Like, I'm not happy. Mm. It's the job. I'll just, I'll just right. switch jobs. Right. 
But there was something in me that was like, if I just leave this job and go to another one, it's going to be different faces, different places, but I'm going to feel the same. And so I left without a plan. And so after I left my job, like there was this part of me that was like, oh my goodness, you're never going to have anything to do again ever because this is all you know. There was this other part of me that was like, give me two weeks. <laughs> give me two weeks away from this. Because as much as my job was this like everything I thought I wanted, it was high stress. It was high pressure. I worked a lot, right? And so there was this part of me that thought, give me two weeks away from this job and I'll figure, I'll figure something out, you know? And so a couple things happened after I left that job. So the first thing that happened was I realized my body was in a really poor state of health. Mm. Um, It was like, basically, when that, the stress of that job went away and that adrenaline went away, it was like I saw the actual state of my body. Mm. It was like I had been operating on adrenaline probably most of my life. (laughs) You know, it's like, what's driving me? Not passion for life, not excitement for life. What was driving me was like, I have to do this. I have to do that, right? So when that adrenaline went away, my body showed me the state it was actually in, which was mm-hmm. really not good. Yeah. So I found my state, myself in this poor state of health. I found myself in this state of health where I felt so like low energy. And I was again, I was, I was also having all these different problems too that kind of arose, but like, I felt like I couldn't even drive somewhere. So I went from being like, operating at this super high level to feeling like I can't drive somewhere. Mm -hmm. The other thing that happened that really surprised me was when that job went away, like you would think, okay, I did all of that. I have a Duke Law degree. I have that resume. I did all those things. And I chose to stop doing them. You'd think that would give me some level of worth and value. But when that job went away, it was like every shred of worth and value I thought I had just went right with it. And so I felt terrible about myself. And so that was the state I found myself in after I left that Mm -hmm. job. And so I made the decision, I'm going to give everything I have, all of my time, resources, energy, everything to finding answers. Can I heal my body? Can I have, is there a different experience of life for me to in fact have? And so that is what I did. I made that my full-time job. I read, I researched, I took, um, I saw all these like different healers. I trained in a number of different modalities. I taught myself different modalities, like how to, how to make flower remedies, how to do human design readings. Um, I tried all of these different like diets and health things. Like I bought a sauna, I did floats, I did parasite cleanses, you know, I like I, and I, I researched the stuff before I did it. And when I did decide to do it, I really gave it a, a solid try. I wasn't just like jumping from right. one thing to the next. And so I made this my full time job. And that is what I did after I left my job. You were the project. I was, <laughs> mm-hmm. I was. So you said you did all that research and you came about this Kundalini yoga. Mm-hmm. What is that? You know, I've done half a yoga and different lo- types of yoga. What is Kundalini? So Kundalini yoga. So just to give a little background. So 
I I tried things for a solid year and a half um, based on like my research and all the things I was doing. And after a year and a half, I found myself in worse health and in a worse state yeah. mentally. Yeah. Yeah. So it was really one of the darkest times in my life because it was like, you know, it was like there's this kind of shred of hope in you before mm-hmm. you try something. Like when I was in my job, it was like, part of me was like, well, I don't think I could have a different experience. But part of me was like, well, if I tried, right? So now I've tried. I have dedicated a year and a half to this full-time, hardcore commitment. And here I am in a worse state of health and feeling worse about myself. Because mm-hmm. now I'm really in this state of like, you know, I had this shred of hope that there was something different in life, you know? But now I'm at this year and a half point. I'm like, there isn't. Like, this is just Mm. what life is. And it's not great, you know? Mm. So at that point in time, there was a part of me that was like, you know, should I go back and practice law? I mean, at least I was making money. Like, at least, you know what I mean? But there was this thing in me that was like, keep going. And so I, I kept trying other things. And one day, I tried a Kundalini yoga class. And after that class, I felt different. Mm. And this was really, finding Kundalini yoga was the turning point for me. And so I had done yoga for years. Mm-hmm. Um, I did not know what Kundalini yoga was. I had yeah, never I really heard of it. <laughs> and I tried it. And quite frankly, the class that I tried, it seemed odd to me. Like we were doing things that seemed odd. And I was just like, oh my goodness, this is what my life has come to but after that class like I I felt different I felt different I knew it was like something's changed something's different and so I kept doing it and the more I did it the more my life started to change and so I went and I trained in Kundalini Yoga not to teach it at the time I just was like I wanted to understand what is this thing that's changing my life and why Mm -hmm. Why is it changing my life? And so, and then once I trained in it, I started to understand like, oh, this is, this is why this is having this impact on me. Um, and so, and so, yeah, so most people, when they um, think of yoga, they do think of Hatha yoga. That's mm-hmm. like what most people, it's like in, in most studios, it kind of depends where you're at. If you're more on the West Coast, Kundalini yoga is a little, is more available. More. Mm-hmm. Like for instance, where I live there, I'm, I don't know that there's um, any Kundalini available mm. besides the Kundalini that I teach. And so, um, but yeah, so Kundalini yoga, what it does is, so Hatha yoga, when people think of that and when they see it, it's like you're doing postures and poses, right? Right, right. So Kundalini, and you're doing some breathing. Like they talk about breathing when you're, you know, right. inhale, exhale. So Kundalini yoga, it does use postures and poses. Some of those postures and poses do look similar to what you might see in a Hatha yoga. Some mm-hmm. look very different. Um, and it uses breath work. So there's a number of different types of breathing techniques mm-hmm. that are used in Kundalini yoga. Kundalini yoga also uses hand positions and eye positions so that different oh. parts of the hands are connected to the brain. We can also use the eyes to stimulate parts of the brain, to stimulate the endocrine system. 
it uses meditation, it uses relaxation, it also uses sound currents. So it uses mantras that come from the science of Nod, which is this ancient science of sound. And so it's like we live in this sea of vibration and mm -hmm. these mantras these sound currents they have certain frequencies and so we can use these frequencies to basically increase our frequencies so if like there's mm -hmm. something that we're wanting like healing or victory or mm -hmm. you know calm like these mantras they each do different things and so kundalini yoga it's combining all of these things into one practice and what it's doing as it's doing that is it's working us physically and kundalini yoga what it does too when we're talking about working us physically it works um critical systems of the body so it works mm -hmm. the nervous system it works the glandular system like how many people are out there being like yeah i worked my glandular system today i got it in balance <laughs> right it's like you don't even know they can do that <laughs> yeah. right um, and so it's working the physical body and it's, it's kind of targeting certain things like the glandular system, the nervous system, the circulatory system. It's also working the mind. So it's helping us learn how to control and direct our mind. It's helping us to release old subconscious beliefs mm. and patterns. It's working on an emotional level to help release suppressed emotions to help to deal with current emotions and too and we're talking about the glandular system too that's also going to have an impact emotionally mm -hmm. um it's working on an energetic level so um it's working like your electromagnetic field it's working your chakras it's working your energy channels mm -hmm. and it's doing all of this in one practice and so what i say about kundalini yoga is like it's it's like it it offers a lot of bang for the buck. It's super efficient and effective, and it's addressing us, looking at us as these full beings, right? Mm -hmm. Like we're these dynamic and complex beings. And when we talk about being in a physical body, you know, that's more than like, we want to have strong muscles or we want to be like thin, or even we want to be flexible. There's right. so much more to us as beings than mm -hmm. that. And it's like, it's addressing all parts of us in one practice yeah and that's so great because as you get older as i have um you know those are the things that the quality of life starts to really come into play a lot and mm -hmm. and not um you know just not eating right or or just not exercising it, it really is that full body that you've got to look at it is inside and out. Yeah, for sure. And so like when I started doing Kundalini yoga, for instance, I didn't realize that my nervous system was completely out of balance. <laughs> I didn't know that. I didn't know that I was in this fight or flight state mm -hmm. pretty much all the time, you know, mm -hmm. and my adrenal glands were, I think, just Crazy. suffering so much, mm -hmm. which I think is why I was feeling that, that I had like no energy. And, yeah. and it's like, you know, it's like I didn't understand, like I can improve and balance and calibrate my nervous mm -hmm. system. I can balance my endocrine system. These are things that I can do. And not only can I do them, but it's like when you, you know, I almost think of like Kundalini Yoga, it's like an owner's manual for the human body, right? Like we're wow. in a human body. We have a glandular system. We have a nervous system. We have a circulatory system. Um, what are we doing? 
to to really like are we taking into account like well what have I done for my glandular system yeah, you know what I mean what have exactly. I done for my nervous system it's like we're so kind of focused on like how the external body looks right mm-hmm. like I want to be thin or I want to build muscle and it's like there's there's so much more to that mm-hmm. and too when we're talking about like the breathing that we do in kundalini yeah. yoga it's estimated that a third of the population isn't even breathing well enough to sustain normal health right and it's like and in kundalini yoga what we do is we take the breath and we use it to oh my goodness there's so much you can do with the breath mm-hmm. so much you can do with the breath it is so incredibly powerful to me i see it as like our superpower yeah and so in Kundalini Yoga, we, all, we use all these different breathing techniques. I mean, you can change your blood chemistry with your breathing. Nice. You can get rid of viruses and bacteria with your breath, right? Mm-hmm. So, so yeah. Could have used that last week with COVID, huh? <laughs> <laughs> so how much time do people have to commit to this Kundalini um, to have any benefit? Is it something that... As you saw when you first started that first day, you, you felt different, or is it something that for most people it will be over time? So I think you know the the impact. Obviously, your the the effects accumulate. It's like the more you do it, mm-hmm. the more benefit you get. Right. At the same time, what I want to offer is some of the practices we do in Kundalini Yoga. They take three minutes. Right. If you like, for instance, like there's a, um, you know, practice you can use to help to reset your glandular system. It takes three minutes. So mm. if you take that practice, you do it three to five minutes a day. Yeah. You're going to impact your glandular system and you're going to feel different after you do that. You're going to feel like more energized. And if, say, you're feeling um, emotional kind of disarray. Mm right? Do that practice, step away from it, you are going to feel different. And so I, I would say that there's, there is immediate impact for these practices. At the same time, I would say, you know, the more you do them, the more benefit you're going to get, the more balanced you're going to feel, the more energized you're going to feel, the more clarity of mind you're going to feel. It's like, yes, I felt different after my first class. And I, I, I felt different after my first class and I have experienced with many other people, they say, I felt different after that class than I felt when I do, you know, other things. I felt, I felt that, you know, I felt different after mm-hmm. that. Um, and so I think, you know, maybe it wouldn't happen for everyone that they would have that kind of immediate, they would really tap into that they feel different. Um, but yeah, so I would say, you know, even if you were to take a practice and do it three minutes a day and do that on the regular basis, like you're going to get a benefit from that. But of course I would say, you know, the more you do it, the more benefit you get. And then I would also say the benefits that you get, the interesting thing about them is they're, they're lasting. Mm. Like, I feel like it has changed me. Wow. And so it's like, you know, I was doing more Kundalini yoga when I first started than I do now. It's like, I'm different now. Yeah. Right. You didn't need it as much now. I don't. Yeah. It's like, it really did. You're in balance and and so you don't need it. So you mentioned that there's not a lot of studios or places to get this all over the country. Um, Do you give a course online to help people or is it something that I can um, 
you know, watch a YouTube video and know that I've got the breathing correct. Yeah. So you do want to make sure with Kundalini Yoga that you're, you know, doing it correctly because that's how you're going to get the benefit. And there is a preciseness to it. Mm -hmm. And so um, what I do is I offer live stream classes and then I offer um, after the class, I send out the recording of the class and I really keep in touch with the people who are doing the practice. So whether, you know, they're doing it live streamed with me and I can, we can talk mm-hmm. after the class or before the class, or if they're just doing the recordings because that's what their schedule allows for, right. keep in touch with them because, um, you know, it is something I want to make sure people are, you know, understanding how to do it. They're, they're doing it in the way they're going to get that maximum benefit. And also right. too, Kundalini yoga is, it's a deeply transformative practice. Mm -hmm. And so I really like to support people in that process of going through it. Because emotions will come up, like they'll start Mm -hmm. to feel things. And you know, it's like, so I want them to have that constant support. Um, I do offer the online though, the live stream, because for me, when I was a practicing attorney, the only time I had to exercise was 4am in the morning. That's my exercise. That's it. Right. And so what I want to do and what's been really important to me with everything that I do is to make it so that it's super available no matter what your schedule is. Because I mm-hmm. understand that most people are they have a very busy schedule and I want these things to fit into their schedule so that they can have a level of commitment and consistency with them. Right. Is it possible for people that have like you had high demanding, high pressure jobs and um, their lives are crazy to find a way to be energized and enjoy life again. Yeah, for sure. I, I, I think for sure. And I think, you know, we live in a high pressure, fast paced experience. That's what we're in. Like that's the world we're in. Mm-hmm. And we do have the capability, not only of handling that, but of thriving in it. It's just a matter of understanding how we do that. And like the technology of Kundalini Yoga and the practices in Kundalini Yoga, to me, that's part of the way that we do that. And it really is um, a practice, again, that it's like, you know, if you, as you do the practice, you'll start to kind of get gain these kind of like, almost like a tool belt or like a thing, like a, like a, uh, it's like you start to have these practices that you can pull out as needed. So it's like, I'm feeling a certain way, I'll do this practice, or I'm feeling this way, and I'll do this practice, Mm -hmm. and it'll take me three minutes, and it'll take me three minutes here, and it might take me like five minutes here. Um, But I really do believe that like, this is the experience that we're in right now. And we are capable of handling it, we are capable of thriving in it, we are capable of benefiting from it. Mm -hmm. It's just a matter of understanding, you know, how we how we do that and i think that there are certainly ways that we we can do that absolutely so i definitely would like to have you back where we can actually maybe test out some of the breathing to get people even more interested in um in how they can incorporate this into their lives but we're running out of time (laughs) flying by (laughs) as i knew it would be so Mm. very interesting um the things that you're talking about here. So we're gonna go to rapid fire real quick. Um, Soul realignment and manifesting blueprint 
print sessions. Um, these are things that you offer, is yes. that correct? So mm -hmm. what is a soul realignment and manifesting blueprint session look yeah, like? Yeah, so, so what these are is, these are kind of unique. Um, so the manifesting blueprint, what it does is it lays out in detail and with clarity a person's gifts and talents and how they're structured to thrive. And to me, this is like the most brilliant shortcut in the world because mm -hmm. what I, what my work is about and what I have found is how do we step into the life that we love? Like, how do we step into the abundance and the joy and the energy that we are and how we do that is by being who we are. Mm -hmm. That's how we do it by knowing ourselves and being ourselves and expressing the uniqueness and the creativity that we hold and that we are. And you know, this was the thing that I didn't understand yeah. as an attorney. And so it was like I was doing all this stuff that wasn't for me, that wasn't who I was, that wasn't expressive of me. And so just talking about the manifesting blueprint, what it does is it gives a person with this just absolute clarity, here are your gifts and talents, and here is how you're structured to thrive. Yeah. And when someone... Rosie snorted again. And when someone knows this, yeah. oh, the power in that. Because then it's like, oh, yeah, this is who I am. This is how I'm structured to thrive. These are my gifts and talents. And when we're operating from a place of our gifts and talents, understand that's how we get energy. Yeah. So if we want success that is not in alignment with who we are, with our own gifts and talents, we can have it, but we're going to work very hard for it and we're going to deplete ourselves. When you step into your gifts and talents, when you're using that, now you step into abundance. Because when you use your gifts and talents, it's like what you're doing, it energizes you. Like this is true abundance. It's like you're putting something out there and you're, it's energizing you. Okay. Like this is where you step into abundance. And so that's what that reading does. The soul realignment reading is quite different. What it's looking at is so say somebody has, it's a quite dynamic reading, but one of the main things it's looking at is, say somebody has, like, they kind of have these kind of consistent problems throughout their life, like different mm -hmm. faces, different places, but I have a problem with relationship, or different <laughs> faces, different places, I have a problem with money. It will identify what's going on there so that a person can see what that is and change it. That's a very kind of... <laughs> very, very condensed explanation of that reading, right. but actually it's quite, it's quite a dynamic reading. Yeah. So very cool. Mm -hmm. How do you find peaceful moments now? I just live in it. It's not something I find. And how do you stay motivated? I, it's, it, I don't, I like, I, <laughs> I, I, I think it's like I, I am so now passionate about what I'm doing, mm -hmm. about expressing my own creativity. There's, it's like, it's a natural thing. I can't wait to do it. I can't wait, you know, to express that, to do that, to experience that. And so it's so, so different from this, like the life I lived before was like, I have to like push myself mm -hmm. to do these things and get these things done. Mm -hmm. Now it's like, oh my goodness, I am so ex like I want I want to do this. I'm mm -hmm. energized by doing this, and so it's like there's nothing pushing me. Right. It's it's like a yes, like 
this is what I want to be doing. I love doing this. It energizes me. It lights me. It excites me. Yeah. So cool. So uh, the last one is transformation. How important was transformation for you? It was everything. Yeah. Yeah. It's my number one priority. Like I, Mm. I dedicated everything I had and I gave everything I had to, I didn't know that I could have a different experience at the time. That was the thing. Like I didn't know that I could have this transformation in my life. It's almost like I've lived two lives in one lifetime. (laughs) I, so I didn't know that was available to me. It was like this thing in me that was like, I have to know there's there was like and there was like something in me being like you can have a different experience like there has to be something more you know yeah you can have a different experience and um what I can tell people for sure now I know this for sure you can have a different experience awesome well it is time for us to share my screen so everyone that is just listening in grab a pencil paper so that we can um get you contact information for Cara. All right, so we have her email address here as kara.n.bitar at gmail. Her website is Kara Nicole Bitar. So that's K-A-R-A-N-I-C-O-L-E-B-I-T-A-R.com. She's on Facebook and Instagram, just using her name. And she has a gift. Why don't you tell them about the gift? Yes, I'm offering 20% off of a manifesting blueprint session. So it's a reading and session. The session lasts an hour and a half. And then there's a 30-minute follow-up call after that. And this is something that I think really everyone would benefit from this is so beneficial this is information you can use for the rest of your life and so i'm offering 20 percent off of that and just when you sign up just mention the name of this podcast to receive that discount awesome so i just want to thank you so much for being such a wonderful guest and definitely i do want to have you back so we can talk more about yoga and uh, you shared so many great tips so many great insights Um, Please take advantage of her gift as well as go to her website and learn more about what she does and uh, friend her on Facebook and Instagram. As always, uh, I just want you to remember that life is a journey and it's up to you to enjoy the ride. This is Vicki Nethling signing off. Thank you for tuning into the Find Your Leadership Confidence Podcast with Vicki Nethling, where we share impactful lessons that help you grow as an individual, grow your confidence, and find the positive and good within you so you powerfully and authentically become the best version of yourself. Remember to visit our website at www.findyourleadershipconfidence.com and enjoy even more great episodes like this one. Again, while you're here, subscribe to us via your favorite network. We look forward to seeing you next time on the Find Your Leadership Confidence Podcast.